ladies and gentlemen, boys, and I don't know if girls listen to the show, but welcome back to Bizarre Junkies. I am your host, Austin Alvarez. Thanks again for listening. Uh, we've been experiencing exponential growth. George, I think that's safe to say at this rate. Numbies. 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 But you know who brings in numbies? Our guest today, Michael Sertain. Michael, thanks for coming on again. Bro, we had you on earlier this year. When I saw all the hate from the last time I came on here, I was like, <laughs> I'll come on this show every week. Yeah. The amount me? of people. I just, so I just started reposting because uh, on TikTok we're now monetized, but it's only for any video over a minute, and most of my clips aren't that long. So I started re-uploading them. And I, I was telling you before the show, people are like, man, this guy, uh, you know, this guy says a lot of shit, but he doesn't even have a college degree. And I'm like, okay, so obviously you didn't listen to the episode yeah. when you explained that you, you know, went to college, graduated. Yeah. And then another guy well, said. I studied, I studied astrophysics in college. So when they're, when they're asking these questions, it's like, by the way, you don't need to know about astrophysics to understand, understand Alpha Centauri is 4.1 light years away and just do some simple I math. didn't study astrophysics yeah. and I understand that. Yeah. yeah. And then other people were saying. Uh, another great thing, which this is exactly how we know you. They were like, if this guy was in the military, he'd know. I'm like, you just didn't even listen to the, the clip or the episode. Like, George, is this man in the military? Or was he in the military? I mean, it's in his fucking lower third for his show. But, uh, <laughs> like, we never took that shit off. I love it, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's good. So for people who may be listening to the first time, you are a retired United States Air Force captain, correct? Yeah. So how long were you in the Air Force? Seven for? years and seven days. First seven years, or first five years was mostly f- flying special ops, and the last two years I worked in the intel shop. I did a lot of intel work and just kind of understood how the intel community worked. There was never a point where it was like, okay, welcome to the intel shop. Here's where the aliens actually are. Here, are the no, no you were on a need to know basis. Yeah, like. exactly. It doesn't work like that. But um, but I will tell you this: like you you one the beliefs that happen for everything from like aliens to the war in ukraine to to ivermectin and uh, hydrochloroquine to any of this stuff like if you have a basic understanding of biology and physics then a lot of the things that the, the rumors and conspiracies you hear you're like quickly understand okay tuskegee experiments that probably did happen okay right. um ivermectin curing covid that probably didn't happen like you can you can quickly suss out which one of these things are true and not true, but because we have a, a populace that is so uneducated when it comes to science, technology, engineering, mathematics, and biology, uh, that's the reason why other countries attack us, and they attack us using Reddit, they attack us using Facebook groups, they attack us using Twitter with anonymous TikTok handles, comments. TikTok comments, and they, they that's the way they attack us, and the next thing you know, people believe that birds aren't real, they actually believe you can't fly over Antarctica, which you can, like stuff like that, they just believe, or they believe that all photos from space are faked, they yeah. believe those things because they read them, and whenever you talk to people who, who believe these things, it's always, the, these thoughts always originate from a YouTube video, from a Reddit site. And they take it at face value. They, they don't do face any, any de- digging for whatsoever. Sure. Yeah, flat, like for instance, flat earth doesn't exist. The concept of the flat earth community doesn't exist unless it's in a vacuum. If you do any research, you can quickly see the earth is not flat. It takes two seconds to prove it's not flat. And whenever I, I pr- provide these proofs, they always just like gloss over them, like the fact that you can see the Southern Cross from three different points in the Southern Hemisphere when you're facing the same direction proves that the earth is not flat. But the, 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 when, when I bring that up, they can't counter that, so they just move on to the next point, and, or they make personal attacks against me. So it's like that kind of thing where you have those issues um, and and when I come out here and I say very simple mathematics, like it's 4.1 light years to Proxima Centauri, and at 1% the speed of light, it would take 410 years to get there. That's simple people, math. It's simple math. And like people are at, like debating the math. And I was just like, I don't understand what you're – what is the point of having a conversation with you if you, you think aliens are here because it feels good? You don't, you don't understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, that's one of the issues that I have. And the, the concept of carbon-based life, like – the periodic table we can see is ubiquitous across the galaxy and across the universe. We have the same the same periodic table everywhere. We aren't seeing like 
elements we don't recognize in stars that are in galaxies. And by the way, we can see other galaxies, and we see that the same uh, type of elements, massive, like more of those elements near the bottom, at the top of the periodic table. Then once you get to uh, element 55, which is iron, you start the stars start to producing an endothermic re reaction, and they collapse on themselves. And so those heavier elements past 55, we see less of them. We see that in our solar system. We see that in our galaxy. We see that in the rest of our galaxy. We see that in other galaxies. So we understand that the propensity for there to be tons of hydrogen, 90% of the mass of the, of the universe is hydrogen. We understand that. Well, then that means carbon is far more prominent than silicon. And so since carbon is the only element with four that uh, has the ability for four covalent bonds at the same time, the idea that life is going to be based on carbon is highly, highly, highly probable in any part of any of the, of the universe or any other galaxy. And when you have that conversation, okay, now it's carbon-based life, which means it has to have some way to replicate. It lives, it dies, it has to have some sort of like ability for stasis and, and, and stuff like that. Well, now this idea that you're going to have a ship that's traveling for 400 years to get to the next star and that things are going to live on it, it doesn't make sense. It just now becomes, the, the, all of a sudden the theories start to break down. And when you, when you have a discussion with someone like that, they're like, no, I was in Secaucus, I was in Wichita and I saw a fucking alien and I know that that was an alien. Like, you don't, man, you just saw, you saw planet Venus. By the way, mo yeah. <laughs> nothing is mistaken more for a UFO singularly than the planet Venus. That is the thing that gets mistaken more than it. Uh, my girlfriend and I were, were out one, you know, we hang out in the backyard, and she was like, that's a really bright star. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Saturn. And then she looked, she has like a, a like an app that yeah. you can scan it. And she's like, oh, it is Saturn. And I was like, yeah, if it's really bright, it's usually not a star. It's probably a planet. Yeah, if you, can, if you can, if you look up and you don't see any stars, but you see bright things in the sky, the brightest one is going to be Venus, and that's always going to be at sunset or sunrise, uh, depending okay. on which side of the sun it is, because it has an inferior orbit to the Earth. And then the next brightest thing is going to be Jupiter, and then the next brightest thing after that is going to be Mars, and the next brightest thing after that is going to be Saturn. Saturn's kind of hard to see. It's tiny and blue. Uh, and then after that, you can see, depending on where you are, you can see the International Space Station. That's probably the next brightest thing. Well, I've never, I've never thought of, that i'd be able to see that I yeah you have can to... see it you can see it. it it just depends on like uh where the sun is in relation to it you can actually see the reflection of it but you probably need a telescope but it's not it's not impossible to see with the naked eye interesting george have you ever seen the space station from 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 earth i mean probably i always think like big fat space debris catching the light at the right time I, w I, I would figure I've seen that a good deal. That's uh, kind of like, whoa, and then it goes away quickly. I, that's, You're talking about shooting star. Well, shooting star is one thing, but like seeing reflection off of space debris, sure. like at the right angle. I mean, there's that's that's a whole topic in itself, all the fucking space trash that's up there. And, and they stay, it keeps growing, I, I think and that's going to affect us being able to leave orbit one sure. day. There's a... There's, I believe, I want to say 40,000 tons of debris that the Earth burns through every day. So, like, some of it we see, the bigger ones, they look like shooting stars. The smaller pieces of debris, they just, like, they just evaporate. You just don't see them. So when you see them, then it's all of a sudden, oh, I, do you see those pieces of debris that are coming in to the Earth's surface? That's proof that there's alien life. Like, that's the kind of discussions right. that we have. Like, how do you explain this? Here's how I explain it. Get me some fucking 4K video of the aliens with their weird heads and actual a shape of the ship. Get me that for like. Stop showing me a Tic Tac in fucking yeah. 480 SD. Stop showing me. <laughs> so that. piggybacking off of that. So the big sighting we had here in Vegas, which was what struck me is that they took a month to report it. Like news outlets took a month to report on it. Um, but the guy who saw it, and of course this could just be you know uh, 
circumstantial or, or convenient for his story. Sure. But he said that when he saw them and the craft in his backyard, it looked fuzzy. Like it almost like it was like warping around it so you couldn't get a clear look at it. Like mm. what it, what do you like associate that with? You think it's just a convenient no, part of the story? Mushrooms. <laughs> George, you ever, George, I know you, you, you've partaked. You yeah. ever get blurry vision? Oh, all But the only time, looking bro. at specific things? Yeah, I mean, uh, mushrooms is a good explanation for it. Like, it takes you to a place. Guys, let me explain. It opens there, your walls. There are large drones that we have now. Not quite right. the size of the, the Predator or the or, uh, the Reaper. Not quite. I'm sorry. The, uh, the Global Hawk or the Reaper. We actually have. Like uh, commercial big ones. We like, have big drones now. It, from this point forward, it's almost like if you ever lived in a house by yourself and you hear creaking noises and then you get a dog, you start worrying about the creaking noises because you have a dog now and you just blame all the creaking noises on the dog. We're going to get to a point now where I'm not, I don't believe any of this shit anymore because we have drones that are the size of cars that are flying around. The U.S. military is like testing a ton, tons of drones, especially now with the war in Ukraine. Like I don't – there's so many – when people – the first time, I guarantee you, the first time somebody saw a B-2 bomber – fly a test pattern they were like that is the book of revelations oh it looks a hundred percent that's happened to me before like literally i was sitting at a gas station and it just moves so slow yeah it fucking blows your mind you're like there's no way this isn't yeah uh, it, lo- uh, it looks like it looks like the oncoming ap- apocalypse right. like, the thing is like i am the bringer of death that's what the b2 looks like the first time before somebody announced we had a b2 and they were testing it like either at skunk works or they were testing at the nellis test which, range. which one is the b2 is that the the, the triangle the, one yeah it has no it has no tail it has no vertical stabilizer right it, it's it, just it, it's, it's a heavy bomber yeah yeah it's the, the the black triangle with like the ridges in the back yeah it's a subsonic okay. subsonic heavy bomber with low observability that that thing uh if you the first time you saw it if you or the first time you see an f-117 and you don't know what it is you're going your your initial reaction is going to be like this is the end of the world like or, well, think or about, the, like the mayans with the, with the spaniards when they rolled up in these giant boats they were like what in the world is that yeah and so i mean that's that's part of the issue and the other issue is like these massive amounts of drones that we're seeing that people are mistaking for different things. To me, it's like the at this point, I just don't understand how I can watch um, what's her face, uh, uh, who not Cardi B, but what's the other girl she got into a fight with one time? Threw a shoe at her. Oh, Nicki Minaj. How can I watch Nicki Minaj throw a shoe at Cardi B in 4K, but I can't <laughs> see one single fucking like regular high resolution 25 megabit? Uh, 25 megabyte file. Not even photo. 4K. Why can't we see 1080? A, a photo of, a, of a, like, clearly of an alien ship. I can't even see one. And it's just so crazy to me. And the other thing is how this is because this craze is like picking up again. And by the way, in six months, it'll be gone. Nobody will care about the UFO stuff anymore. Uh, well, people were already not caring about it as of last week with the next story we'll get into eventually. Yeah. But yeah. But, but like, you know, this is just a, a thing, a way to get clicks on YouTube. And that's why people are doing this. I saw the other thing. It was uh, they were using footage from a Star Trek movie and they were blurring it. <laughs> and then they were saying this is proof that aliens are going or like that the aliens are visiting us and stuff like that. And I'm like, I, I just but my whole thing is this. I, I, I find it incredibly romantic and entertaining to consider the idea of aliens. Interstellar is one of my favorite movies of all it's a time. Great movie. Uh, the other one is Con- or not Con- Arrival. Arrival is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, I love these movies. I love the, the movie Contact. I love and movies about the concept of us meeting aliens and what we would do as a society if we ever met them. Another one is The Expanse on on on, uh, yep. on uh, Amazon Video. My favorite TV show of all time is The Expanse. I love these concepts of of us meeting aliens. 
But the thing is, the reason why I love the concept is the same reason why the, the Walking Dead was a good show in the beginning. It was garbage at the end, but yeah. in the beginning is because it's not about the zombies and it's not about the aliens. It's about how we as humans would react if we got into a position where we were confronted with something like this. Right. Would we unify or would we tear ourselves apart? And that's a very interesting question that I love to explore on those shows. But I don't think they're zombies, and I don't think they're aliens. And so uh, there are by the way, there are aliens. They're just not here. Um, and so th the thing is, when you do that, then you take away people's hope because um, when you when you come to the realization that you know we're just a, a floating ball that or orbits a fucking nuclear fireball uh, going you know eleven miles a second or however many eleven thousand miles a second. I forgot how far, fast the sun is moving around the. Orion Arm of the Galaxy, it just makes you realize you're not that special. By the way, that actually is what Flat Earth is. Flat Earth is we are special. They don't right. they shouldn't even call it Flat Earth anymore. They should just call it Special Earth. Special they believe Earth. they believe the entire universe is created. Like we live in basically one of those um globes, yeah. you know, those snow globes. Yeah. We live in a snow globe. There's a, a boundary over us, like a, a dome over and our, we're, our and Earth. And next to us have a we have a C grade that the alien got when he turned it in. Yeah, for, I don't C grade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but but like we're we live in a snow globe and the entire universe that we see around us, it was put there by God for our existence. And the bottom of the universe is the planet Earth. That's what that's literally what flat earthers believe. It's not flat earth, it's special earth. And because the Earth is special, then that means you are special, and that means we were not created through natural selection and random mutations right. and, and through evolution. There, we are here because of special reasons, because now I feel more special, and I need to feel special because I live in my mother's basement. I'm not successful. You know what I'm saying? The world didn't work out the way that I thought it was, and I need someone to blame. So therefore, I'm going to blame NASA, the Illuminati, and the Rothschilds for why my life didn't turn out so and well. Numbers. And, and numbers. And numbers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to blame these people, and then once I blame them, then I'm going to feel better about the fact that my life didn't turn out the way that it is. My whole thing is, man, I don't, bro, if the world, if the earth is flat and there is a globalist conspiracy led by a bunch of child eaters like George Soros, if all of that is true, I'm still going to be rich. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm still going to be rich. I'm still going to have a, a successful business. I'm still going to have the physique I want. I'm still going to go to the gym every day. I'm still going to fucking, I am going to live the life that I choose to live no matter who the president of the United States is. I am not going to be a victim no matter if these conspiracies are true and they're also not true. So that's the thing that happens. It's like these are fun things to talk about. I've just seen these, this kind of belief like destroy people's lives, destroy their, their relationship with their family. I have family members now I have a hard time talking to because some of the things they say like if you take these four – dewormer pills then it will it will literally cure cancer and i'm like bro how am i supposed to do how am i supposed to do business with you when you post stuff like this like i don't yeah. know what to do and so that's the issue like it's destroying families destroying lives it's destroying fucking businesses because people don't want to do any research they only research their side of the, the the aisle but not the other side that's why i was saying before like holocaust deniers and flat earthers their beliefs can only exist if you only look at them in a vacuum if you do any right. research on the other side all of their theories quickly fall apart. And, and because these people who believe in these things are so motivated through emotion to believe in them, when you make, like, for instance, you'll probably get comments here, people will insult me personally because of what I just said, instead of understanding it's not a personal thing for me, you just don't provide evidence to support your point of view, and your feelings don't mean enough for me to change my opinion. Do we just end at that point? <laughs> uh, so you're saying you, you don't think aliens are here. Um, and I'm on this. I'm in the very. I'm middle. Like we don't have substantial proof either way. But what do you think about the? I believe it's 650 cases that the Pentagon says they don't know what they are. Sure. They're, and they don't. Them and NASA both came out and said, apparently we're going to hear about all this in a few months. Like 
a lot of this is going to be disclosed to us soon, apparently. Ready? Uh, you're gonna. Re- I don't know when you're going to release this. In a few months, the Pentagon is going to release some things, and none of them are going to be the aliens are here, the proof is out, it's finally, because like, that's what you guys are waiting for. Right. You're waiting for that. It's not going to happen. I will bet you $100 million that's not what happens. And everyone's just waiting with bated breath. It's like, the right. Pentagon's finally going to tell us about Decepticon being, the Decepticons <laughs> being inside of the Hoover Dam. It's finally going to be exposed. No, none of it's, not, there's no they're secret They're just going to release base. An, an annual spending <laughs> thing, and they're going right. to be like, this is how much we spend this year. Yeah. But so how do you feel about that, where like them and NASA both said, we, we think these are non-human origin? Um, so that's not, what NASA's saying is they can't explain some of the things Correct. that are happening. Um, and also there are people who used to work for the government that realize that they can very quickly get on television if they say things like non-human origin. So the that's why they, that have recently that, come that, out. That's why they do that. Um, and they don't have any evidence or else they would have provided the evidence. By the way, can we, we go over something here? Circumstance, evidence, and proof, they mean different things. Correct. When we talked like, about this beforehand, by for the way. Sure. For sure. The, the concept, like, for instance, flat earthers say something like, do you notice how the UN uh, symbol and the flat earth symbol are the, uh, is, a, is a map of flat earth? That's not evidence. That's a coincidence. And by the UN was around before Flat Earth, the the, the current Flat Earth movement, not the original Flat Earth movement like 10,000 years ago. I'm not talking right. about when, that one. And they weren't a movement. They were just, that's what they thought. That's, that's just what, what science was at, at the Correct. point. Correct, because there was no scientific method back then. Right. But the current Flat Earth movement, and when I say the current one, I mean the 2015 one, the one that started before the 2016 elections. That current Flat Earth movement didn't exist before the UN had their charter. So I don't think that that counts. But as far as that, that's what's called a coincidence. But people are saying that's evidence or proof. Evidence means it's a thing that doesn't quite prove your case, but it adds. It's something you throw. It's another log in the fire. That's what evidence is. Proof is something that is now unassailable, that now that feeds into your ultimate conclusion. Proof leads to a conclusion. Evidence can lead to a conclusion if there's enough evidence, and coincidence doesn't lead to anything. It's just a coincidence. People mention coincidence, and then they say it's proof. And then they, they'll also misinterpret things. Like, for instance, the, my favorite one is this massive lie that let, that uh, uh, NASA deniers and moon landing deniers and flat earthers believe, which is that that photos from space are all fake. Like, right. no. It even says it on the NASA website. No, what it says on the NASA website is that it's a composite. So if we do just simple fucking geometry and we say I'm 300 miles above the Earth o- over the surface and I'm looking at an object that's 8,000 miles wide, exactly what focal length do I need to take a picture of an object 8,000 miles wide when I'm 300 miles away? And the answer is, of course, you can't do it. You would need like an 8-millimeter fisheye lens in order to take that photo. So instead what you would do, which makes sense, is you would take multiple photos and you would composite them together in order to get an image of the of the Earth. That's the reason why. It's astronomically expensive to get any higher than that, and so that's why those photos look the way – or those photos are composites. Composite doesn't mean fake. When they say composite, they say, well, composite means fake. Fake means evidence. Evidence is proof we never went into space. No, you're, you don't understand what those words mean. You're just running off at the mouth, and you're contributing to ignorance when you say stuff like that. If you want to go over like – that's why I'm, I can't wait to debate this guy on like the Van Allen belt nonsense. We're traveling 11 miles per, per second through a radiation belt. It's not going to fry the people inside. You're going so fast through the radiation belt that it's not going to fry people inside. But the Van Allen belt is the big one. Uh, the flimsiness of the of the lander is a big one. It's one sixth the Earth's gravity. There's simple explanations for all these things. But at the same time, here's the here's the problem. The thing you just asked about all the unexplainable um, sightings that the that the the uh, the Pentagon is talking about. Uh, if you're a homicide detective in Baltimore, if you're a homicide detective in Detroit, the, the close rate or, or even a place you remember Belize. Do you remember when uh, McAfee was in Belize? Yep. The, the 
the solve rate for homicides in Belize was 3%. 3%. So you could be the same as the Pentagon saying, we don't understand what that is because we just haven't solved Correct. it. So what that means is the other 97% of murders that aren't solved in Belize are therefore aliens. No, that's not ev- just because you don't know what something is does not mean it's extraterrestrial. And by the way, there's a difference between a UFO and an extraterrestrial. UFO just means we don't know what it is. It could be a Russian prototype plane that Correct. we haven't seen. That is. And by, by the way, not only could it be, it, that's what it was previously. Like I said before, the first time a guy saw a B-2 bomber, the first time a guy sees an F-117, the first time a guy probably sees an F-22, the first time a guy sees a Global Hawk or a Reaper, the first time uh, the the Global... The, the first time they saw a Mustang back in, like, what, the 40s? Correct. The, 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 the planes we used in World yeah, War II? The, the first time you see these aircraft and you don't know what they are, then it's all of a sudden aliens and UFOs. My whole thing is what we're seeing now is either the planet Venus, it's debris, or it's probably a drone. And like I said before, we're getting bigger and bigger drones, and there's just more pervasive drones. Drone technology is being ramped up in part because of what the Iranians are doing. The Iranians are now selling drones to the Russians, these cheap drones, and the the United States is now uh, facilitating the Ukrainians with drones, the the EU is, and so now we're having these massive drone wars over Ukraine. You're going to see drone technology ramp up massively over the next few years. Those drones also are things that you see, oh, what is that thing flying over? Do you see how it changed direction? We have a drone in the back. We used to get shots all the time. Oh, wait, hold on. But did you see how it changed (laughs) direction so fast? No flying aircraft do that. That's proof. It's It's UFOs. It's aliens. (laughs) It's anti-gravity. It's proof, bro. It's proof. No, it's a fucking drone. And that's like people have a hard time with that again because their life is so much more interesting if it isn't a drone and if it is a UFO. And my whole thing is like I don't want to like I don't want to take away your hope that there are aliens. What I do is I want to give you hope that you can do something else with your life besides sit around <laughs> and just hark on and, and just hark There's on aliens, NASA. guys. There's aliens. Exactly, man. That's my whole point. It's like don't take a like any the thing is somebody asked me the other day is like is there a correlation between low testosterone and flat earth? And I'm like <laughs> It was really funny because they were like taking two 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 parts of my program and and I was uh and, and conflating them and my, my whole thing was I don't think there's a, a correlation between low testosterone and flat Earth but I think there is a correlation between low testosterone and a victim mentality and I think there's a high correlation between victim mentality and flat Earth victim mentality and moon landing denier victim mentality and all these other things that that are going on victim mentality and blaming the Rothschilds victim like a victim mentality the reason why you're not that successful and these other people are that victim mentality would then lead you to believe in conspiracy theories and there's a great book by Michael Shermer called a conspiracy I recommend everyone read this it for those of you who are conspiracy theorists this book is going to infuriate you because it's going to provide more unassailable evidence as to why certain things you think for sure happened didn't happen and that's that's the other thing I mean there's this new thing people are drinking because RFK is now our um RFK Jr. The RFK Jr. is running. Now it's this big thing about the Kennedy assassination, and now we have proof. We have proof that it was done by the CIA. No, you don't. You don't have proof. You have some circumstantial uh, suggestions that you have. You have no proof. The idea, the fact that a Marine, a U, like for every time somebody tells me that Oswald couldn't have made that shot, that is an insult to the U.S. Marine Corps. That is an insult to the U.S. Marine Corps. A Marine could have made that shot with a Carcano rifle. 100% a Marine, a Marine could have There's made that shot. There's civilians that can make that shot of now course. with the Carcano of, rifle. Of course. The idea that he was firing down into the right and he's a left-handed person with an unobstructed view on the sixth floor, shit making a shot of 75 yards, you're telling me a Marine couldn't make that shot? And he had three rounds, and he missed one. And he had three rounds. And he didn't get a, a clean headshot. He got it through the neck also. My point is... Yes, he could have made that shot. 100% he could have made that shot. So people always, like uh, Alver Stone says, there's no way us, uh, 
there's no way that uh, Oswald could have made that shot. I'm like, no, man, you haven't seen Marines. Marines can make that shot. And so that's why, I, like, the other thing is, like, that explanation, people don't like that because they don't like the idea that some loser weirdo like Lee Harvey Oswald got a shot off on our immac immaculate uh, president, uh, John F. Kennedy. Those things don't match up. They don't weigh the same. So, therefore, in order to make things weigh the same, we have to add things to Lee Harvey Oswald. The CIA planted him to do it, and, and LBJ had something. I was like, no, man. Like, you— Again, could this be true? Maybe. But the, my point is you don't have any evidence for it. You have no evidence for it. And so that's, that's the issue that I have with all this kind of stuff. And it's just such an unproductive way to live your life. You know? And I studied astrophysics. The actual physical world that we live in is so much more interesting than believing in fucking conspiracies and UFOs and shit like that. The actual world we live in, supermassive black holes, the law of gravity, the moons of Jupiter, those things are so much more interesting because they're real. Those things are so much more interesting than believing in, in all the nonsense that people believe in. See, I, I get asked a lot on this channel why I don't do more conspiracies. And uh, the, the, the joke answer I always give them is because I don't want to be Alex Jones. Mm. I'm not going to pigeonhole myself like that. But two, also, the like the communities around that, is, it's not what I want this channel. Those are scary, to... scary people, man. Yeah, they're people that are just so unhinged. You're like, like, okay, cool. You can believe that the moon landing didn't happen. But the fact that you're going to go tell some random person now who's not asking for this. about Like, I met a lady out in the lobby a few months ago, who is an author, and uh, she, our our boss, John, the owner of the studio, was introducing me to her, and he goes, yeah, he has a show, Bizarre Junkies, and she's like, oh, what do you talk about? And I tell her, you know, I do cryptids, paranormal, aliens, occasionally, conspiracy, she goes, oh, yeah, like how, how there was like five shooters with Kennedy, and I was like, whoa, what the, f why did this conversation start? Like, I didn't, I just said that that's what I do. I yeah, not, there's no evidence that there right. were five shooters with Kennedy. There is speculation because unless he, you're going to count all the Secret Service agents with him, sure, but they didn't there, shoot. There is speculation that there was a shooter in front of him in the grassy knoll only because the way his head moved backwards, which is because he had a ready for it. He had a back brace on. The president had a back brace on and was taking opiates for his back pain. That's why his head moved the way that also he did. the Carcano round is not a light round either. Yeah. It's not a. It's not like a twenty-two. It's Wait, a pretty big. He was off the perks when he got shot. <laughs> That's like low key peaceful. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was he was taking Percocet or not Percocet. I don't forget what he was. I, I don't remember what I he was. He was just, I, I knew he had perks. a back brace. I knew he was right because yeah. you can see the back brace. There's a museum with his clothes. Yeah, it's just that he was so shot funny how people it. never bring up the back brace. That's why your head t t goes back. First off, you get shot in the head. If you get shot in the neck, your head goes back. You get shot in the head, because your head goes forward. Wow, it's like almost like pressure is doing this to you. Yes, it's like it just. I mean, it, it's so explicable and yet people don't want that explanation they need it to be something more complicated than that I'm, I'm not saying the cia had nothing to do with it what i'm saying is you haven't provided any evidence let me tell you something else there are secret factors and secret societies in this country that do work 100 percent, and almost none of them are the cia the cia gets way too much blame <laughs> and credit and credit for things they had nothing to do with the cia is just a, a, a regular civilian intelligence agency like a like just like the nsa are there corruptible people in there a hundred percent there are nobody's saying that there aren't but like you're blaming things on the cia the cia had nothing to do with and the reason why is because it's the only like three letter identifier that you can come up what you mean to say is like black book operations like off the book operations and but you're 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 putting that whole category into cia and it's that that's what people the cia you know what gets me is the people that like are living in like a trailer park and they're like the cia is watching me i'm like yeah the cia is spending tax dollars to look at you because you have a, a fringe website with 30 people 
a month looking at it. Like, this is madness, man. It's just really like madness. my show like does good numbers, and I'm never once like the CIA. George, did you see the CIA's outside? I oh, mean, look, right of passage. As long as the CIA sends me super chats, I don't give a fuck. That's my point. Like, I uh, wish the CIA. Apparently, CIA is known for sending weapons to guerrilla units. I wish they would send me some weapons. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> send me some AKs. I'll take them. Well, well, my point is like, <laughs> is the CIA why your relationship with your family's bad? Is the CIA? The is it the reason why your parents go? Why haven't you got a job? Is it, it's, is the the thing, C- it's the is, sixth Thanksgiving in a row that is, you're sitting is here. Is the CIA the re- reason why your girlfriend cheated on your? Is the CIA the reason why you're poor? Is the CIA like that's that's my whole question? And like, there's a lot of people that are going to listen to what I'm saying right now. They're going to get real sensitive to this because it, what I'm saying is the truth. It's going to hit a little too hard and they're not going to be like damn you know you know no i i know bush playing 911 but maybe he's right maybe i should get off my mom's couch you know what i'm saying like it just wouldn't one of these, hurt that that's the issue like I, i'm that the only part the the part of the conspiracy theory thing that frightens me is how people just put this warm blanket of victimhood around them and then use that for explanations for everything goes on in their life and if it comes off like i'm very serious it's because i'm a performance coach and i see these men who like ruin their lives because they just fall into this victim mentality rather than becoming productive members of society who can actually provide for a family. Instead, they just go into these these ridiculous, um, you know what, they're not even ridiculous. I mean, if enough people believe them around you that you respect it, I guess it's not ridiculous, but it's there's no evidence to support some of these conspiracies that people have. I don't even blame them. If like you don't, if you don't have a background in science, then of course you're just gonna believe in this kind of stuff. So that, that's essentially what happens. I don't I don't have a background. I wouldn't say George and I have a no, no, you, don't have to, you do have background. You guys understand that there is something called gravity. You guys understand. So diff- we just paid attention in yeah, high school. Sure, is what you sure, mean. Like here's a, here's a here's a huge one. The reason why we had so much so much confusion over these um, anti um, uh, anti parasitic medications and started thinking they were going to cure COVID. It's because one of the the problems is people don't know the difference. Have you ever seen a guy who gets the flu and uh, and tries to get a Z pack from the uh, from the doctor? Because they don't understand the difference between an uh, antibiotic and an antiviral. They don't, right. you know, they don't understand the difference between Tamiflu and a Z-Pak. They think it's all the same. They think bacteria and virus are the same thing. They just think medicine is medicine. Correct. It's exactly right. And so when you explain to them a, a, a parasite is different from a virus, which is different from a vaccine, they don't have a grasp of that concept. You guys do, which is the reason why I'm saying you do have a background. In under- We're all scientists to some extent. But, but like just understanding simple concepts like that, well, if you don't understand that, then you're like hydrochloroquine. It cures coronavirus. I'm like, how is that possible? How could it cure a virus? It's an anti, it's an antiparasitic. It's a, yeah, it's a, a dewormer. It doesn't, doesn't make any sense. I don't like even. They put call, the worm into me when they gave me the vaccine, e- George. E- even calling it a dewormer, which I know CNN was trying to do to insult like conspiracy theorists, and I understand what I don't mean to insult conspiracy theorists. What I mean to explain, what I mean to express to you is like. You're not. You're just completely missing the science here. There is no science that would indicate that something like that would work. And then, of course, the trials come out with ivermectin, and the trials are conclusive. It does not cure coronavirus. It does nothing to coronavirus. It does not nothing. And so, once the trials come out, it's like, well, no, those trials are they're they're colluded by big pharma. I'm like, no, they're not. That's not what happens. And then then, then the other problem are the people who take ivermectin, the t- people who take hydrochloroquine, and then they're they're free from COVID a couple days later, and they're like, ah. Again, this is proof. <laughs> but really, it's they were proof. at the end of their 14 again, days they, of that's symptoms. Exa- that's exactly right. They're at the end of their symptoms. There's usually young, healthy people. They're at the end of their symptoms. And they're like, because I didn't have COVID after I took this dewormer, then now it's proof that uh, that this cures this disorder. And, of course, it isn't proof at all. It's just circumstantial. It's a coincidence. Which we talked about as well, which you kind of glossed over. But we were talking about it. And I know it's a, it's a touchy subject. But, like, you know, I'm very pro 2a but uh, you know i don't make it my entire personality but you're pro 2a and so but people are always saying like 
Oh, we, because can we of not say that on YouTube now? What? That we're pro Second to it? Oh, I don't know. I just say it because okay, I don't feel like saying the yeah. whole word. Um, but we we were talking about this beforehand that just because there's school shootings, like which is a terrible thing. It's uh, nobody, and like that's the thing is like as a gun owner, I'm never saying that that shouldn't happen. Of course, like ever. Like that's a terrible and, thing. And, and as somebody who's against the Second Amendment, they're trying to use that against you. They're trying Correct, to say that, but that's that circumstantial because, yeah, evidence. Yes, because you are in favor of the Second Amendment, therefore you're also in favor of school shootings. And like, no, what I'm in, what I'm not in favor of is mentally ill people getting their hands on guns. Correct. And what I'm also not in favor of is neighborhoods where law-abiding citizens aren't allowed to own guns. And what I'm also in favor of is more education on the idea that in, when you have gun ownership in a neighborhood or two guns, two like when a when there's a a family a household legally owns two or more guns, the crime rate in those neighborhoods is incredibly low. That's the kind of education we need to understand the correlation between legal gun ownership and 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 safety. And but what we what they have to do, what the other side has to do, the anti Second Amendment people, is they have to say, well, we're going to conflate illegal gun ownership with legal gun ownership, and so therefore by conflating right. the two, then all of a sudden we can throw in the Chicago stats in with right. But it's like the it's like the people who just assume medicine is medicine. They go yes. guns is guns, guns is guns. Exactly right. Yes, and that, that's an that's also an issue. By the way, there's some people on the right who believe that like all people of Mexican descent need to go home. Like no, some people are here born here legally. Right, they work here legally. They pay taxes because they're, they're legal Mex, like U.S. citizens of Mexican descent. But they conflate those with illegal immigrants, right? And so, like, yeah, they just I, what I'm what I'm hearing is this a lot of like just blanket blanketing. Just because isn't isn't it easier yeah. though? Like as uh, isn't right. it easier it's to convenient. not think? It's so much easier to not think than it is to like look at the the to be critical the for nuances. five seconds. Again, it's so much easier to say I don't like Biden. Biden administration supported Ukraine, therefore Ukraine bad, Russia good. Like I've seen this narrative. Yeah, I've recently. seen that narrative too, and I'm like, what, what, how did you get from just because of base level understanding? Because, now because we're it's, gonna because it's easier to not think. Right. It's easier to not think. If you were to ask someone, if you were to have a very simple discussion, someone comes in uh, with a weapon with the intent on harming your wife and or kids, what f level of force would you be willing to use in order to stop that person from hurting your wife or kids? And the answer, it, uh, even people who don't believe in guns would say lethal levels of force would be necessary in that case. Then you were to ask, if you were to say, do you think a jury would convict you of second degree murder if you were to shoot someone who broke into your house and was in, had the intent of killing your wife and kids? And they'd be like, of course not. No, no sane jury would convict you of second degree murder for that. Okay, and we have this thing called Castle Doctrine in the United States. Mike in Rashid, some states. In some states. Here we have it, but in California so, you don't. So in Mike, Mike Rashid, he actually was uh, convicted of, he was charged with manslaughter before Castle Doctrine, and then they adopted Castle Doctrine in Arizona at, after he ran from, he was a fugitive for eight years. And after he ran from the cops, once he was finally arraigned and, and went to trial, Castle Doctrine had been enacted in his state, and therefore he was the, it was thrown out because of that. But the thing is, if I were to have a conversation with you and you were to say, it's very clear to me that if someone comes into my home and they try to hurt my family or kids, any bad thing that happens to them is their responsibility, not mine. Does that make sense? Any force that is necessary for me to take to keep you from killing my wife and kids, is it, it is acceptable for me to take that force. And whatever happens to you, you don't get to sue me. You don't get to call foul. Because you're the one who put because yourself, you're the one who put that yourself in that situation and you invaded my country. You came into my home. And for some reason, we don't use that same methodology with Russia. 
I don't give a fuck if we bombed Nordstrom Pipeline. I don't give a fuck if we're helping them and giving them aid. I don't give a f- this idea that Zelensky is not supposed to, to, to defend his own country and he's not supposed to ask other countries for aid. He's supposed to ask other countries for aid. He has the right to ask the European Union for aid. Now, the Americans have the right to not support them, but the, this belief, this, this ignorant belief that somehow if Donald Trump were in office that he would not have aided Ukraine is so incredibly stupid. You're telling me that a country, Kiev is a 12 hour drive from Berlin. You literally think that if Russia invaded a country that's that close to one of our allies, one of our closest allies, by the way, Mm -hmm. Ramstein Air Force Base is in Germany. You think that the United States wouldn't have aided Russia, Ukraine, doesn't matter if, if Bush or Bush or Trump, or Reagan, or Obama, or whoever was the president, all of them were going to help Ukraine. You're a fool if you think we're only doing this because Biden is in office. No. Right, and it's some secret agenda to get past it's, something. No. <laughs> Ukraine asked, they had explored the idea of joining the European Union, or joining NATO, one, which is a huge threat to Russia. So that's that puts us them on our map. A potential ally for us. Strategically, a huge ally for us. Having an ally like that, we already have Turkey on the Black Sea. But then additionally, getting Ukraine would be huge for the, the uh, for NATO to have that as well. So we have those two those those countries. And then additionally, they're that close to Germany and they have economic ties with Germany. And you think if Russia invades that just because Biden's president, that's the reason we send them aid. You're a fool of any president was going to send them aid. And then the other thing, the next retort is always, well, what about the Nordstrom pipeline? You, you know, the Americans did it. I don't give a shit. Do you want to know, both of you, let me ask you this question. When you go to Intel school in the United States military, the first arsenal you study is which one? Anyone want to take a guess? Do you think we study the Colombian arsenal? Do you think we study the Canadian no, arsenal? the U.S. arsenal, what, right? What, do, no, no, which arsenal in Intel oh. school? Oh. Which arsenal do you think we study? Russia? There is no second. It's just Russia. And then afterwards, <laughs> afterwards, after we study the Russian arsenal, we study the Chinese arsenal, which is just a knockoff of the Russian arsenal. Does that make right. sense? The first thing you study when you go to Intel school is the fucking Sukhois and the MiGs. You study the T-74 tank. You study their surface-to-air uh, uh, arsenal. That's the first thing you study. Of like This idea that like we have any obligation as the United States to help Vladimir Putin prosecute his war – we have no obligation to them. If some other country tries to kill Vladimir Putin, the United States is under no obligation to protect him. I don't know how people got this in their head. In 1985, if you watched Rocky IV, the United States, or whenever Rocky IV came out, 1989. Uh, yeah, yeah. With, uh, with we clearly understand as Americans that Russia had no proclivities, had no uh, what's affinity, to, us affinity to the United States whatsoever. We clearly understood that they did not like the, our way of life and were willing to do anything and everything they could to stop it. But somehow in 2023, we, sem- we seem to think Russia is strong and Ukraine is bad. And I don't understand how this happened. How did we get – how did we lose the plot? Like the, the Ru- Ukraine is not a threat to the United States. Russia still is. Russia has 5,900 nuclear weapons and the United States has 5,400. Ru- Ukraine does not. I don't understand how we got into this anti-Ukraine, pro-Russia nonsense. This needs to stop. For those of you out there who are, tr- who are politically conservative, don't fall for this pro-Russia trap. It's ridiculous. The other thing is I said Russia is – they're embarrassing themselves in this war. This is a huge debacle for them. And then you saw the Wagner group just goes and turns and tries to yeah. in- invade that Moscow. That ended too, too soon for me, by the way. Like I, I mean, was let- – we were golf. So like I remember hearing about it Friday leading up to it. You know, I was into it. I was telling George about it. Saturday morning we went golfing. 
we finished golfing at like what time we finished George? Like three? Yeah. Three, and I was like, oh, it's over. Yeah. And no, they just sent him to Belarus and he's fine now. Like, what? what happened? Yeah, I mean that, but that's what he has to do in order to get like that's what he knows. Right? They they speak a different language there. The the language they speak in Eastern Europe and in Russia is violence. That's the language they speak. Right. It's that all part, they know. That part I understand. I don't hate Vladimir Putin. I understand why he had to do what he did. He had to do this because he he his his country is based around petroleum, and Ukraine was had their own petroleum in the. It's so funny when people are like, "Yeah, they build the Nord Stream pipeline. They didn't need to go through Ukraine. How do you explain that?" I'm like, "So was it? So they invaded what to to free the people of Donbass? Do you really believe that? Yeah, like, they were did, Nazis does, in the. Does anyone really believe that? Like, are you that dumb that you believe Vladimir Putin literally is doing this out of the kindness of his heart to to free the people of Donbass? That he's building a land bridge to Crimea to free the people of Donbass? The people of Donbass who could have easily just walked into Russia. Do you know who would have allowed them to walk in? The Russians. They're Ru <laughs> they speak Russian. Like this idea, it's just so. It's almost like saying that there's police brutality in San Antonio. Therefore, Mexico gets to invade to try to to, to liberate <laughs> San Antonio. Like, what right. are you talking about, dude? It's so stupid. And so, so this this concept, uh, this thing happens. Like they, this idea that well, people are. I was like, well, obviously the United States instigated this by encouraging. Ukraine to support to, to try to join NATO and therefore Russia had to invade somehow again if somebody breaks into my house it's their fault they broke into my house I don't care what justification you use as soon as Russia it goes into another country's sovereignty a country that the EU recognized that the European the European Union recognized that was considering joining NATO and that the United Nations recognizes and that Russia even recognizes their borders when a sovereign country gets invaded like that then this idea that all of a sudden, well, it's totally fine they did that because we're anti-Ukraine and pro-Russia and because Vladimir Putin is strong. Vladimir Putin, strong, masculine man. No, he's made some horrible mistakes. He should not have – this invasion was supposed to take 10 days. It's taken a year and a half. It's, done, it's turned into a huge debacle. They've lost over 350 of their own fixed-wing aircraft, most of which through friendly fire – they're they're fucking they're fucking uh their pilots are incredibly undertrained and this is my favorite one. Oh my god that fucking hypersonic missile that the russians were supposed to have so basically for those you who don't know icbms are like artillery shells they go up into space and they come back down the weakness of an icbm is that you can't launch the multi reentry vehicles the mervs until you come back through the atmosphere so during that point the the um the reentry the, the 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 nose cone is super hot and it gives off a huge IR signature, which makes it a glowing red target for the United States to shoot it down. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It's a huge weakness for the ICBM idea is because they can't change their direction in flight. They're just ballistic. Ballistic means they don't change afterwards. Yeah, and, it's just on it's on a, a set path. Correct. Based on math and yeah, science. Correct. <laughs> hypersonic hypersonic missiles, however. Um, it's so funny, like ICBMs, how do they work if there's no gravity? Flat earthers, how does ICBMs work if there's no gravity? I'm just curious. <laughs> um, the, 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 the other one is, so the idea of, a, of a, a hypersonic missile is it's a missile that travels above Mach 5, so more than 3,400 miles an hour, and, and it can change direction, and it doesn't go out into the in orbit. It doesn't come back, go to space, and then reenter, so it has that huge IR signature upon reentry. And so because it can change direction, you can't predict where it's going, so it's much harder to shoot it down. And so Russia said it has this technology, and Russia does not have this technology. Uh, the United States gave Patriot missile batteries to the Ukrainians, and those Patriot missile batteries shot down eight 
eight of those hypersonic missiles. Right after the first one was shot down, the Russians arrested three of their scientists for treason. <laughs> he said, what do you mean this doesn't work? What do you mean this doesn't work? <laughs> you mean I lied to all these people? Like, that's the problem. I don't have a problem with Russia lying. Russia is supposed to lie. Russia has no, just like the United States has no uh, necessity, there's no requirement for the Russia, the United States to protect Russia. There's no requirement for Russia to tell the truth to the United States. I don't have a problem with us playing these war games. My problem is American citizens who legitimately think it's okay for Russia to invade Ukraine and think that it's no problem and that Russia's the good guy in this whole thing, you're mad. What you're saying has no basis in reality. And what's even worse is Russia's going to lose. Because one of the things that's happened is Here's, a, here's a, my, one of my favorite statistics that blows people's minds. But people are going to say I'm wrong, but go ahead and disagree with this. The United States GDP is what, George? Austin, the GDP of the United States is what? Anybody? Uh, Sorry, trillions? my math is off. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's in the trillions, right? It's $23 trillion. It's about a quarter of the world's GDP is the American GDP. You with me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Russia, 5,900 nuclear weapons. What's their GDP? Uh, well, you said this last time. You said their their economy is smaller than like Italy's, right? Their economy, their GDP is less than Italy's. They have one aircraft carrier. Italy has two. Italy's GDP is how many two, do we two have? Billion. We have eleven. <laughs> I'm sorry, the, just the Russia, astronomical difference. Russia here. has a GDP about the size of Mexico's. Hey, George, do you remember that the, when we had the discussion about the Mexican tanks and the Mexican ICBMs? Do you remember all about the Mexican aircraft carriers, the Mexican submarines? Do you remember that? Do you know? Hey, what about the Mexican ICBMs? Do you remember that? Do we, were we talking or about the Mexican before? space program? I just we, don't if, think they exist. So if we talk, <laughs> if we talk about Mexican ICBMs or Mexican fighter jets or Mexican stealth technology, you would laugh at me. What do you mean? Mexico is a poor country. Mexico doesn't have stealth aircraft. That's stupid. But for some reason, we believe that Russia is going to develop this Sukhoi 57 to be stealth. But when now, the, is this because this is hindering from the propaganda. Cold War? Yeah, it's from the Cold War. Nothing but propaganda. Russia has some advancements because they've been making armaments for you know 70 years. They actually are good at making rifles. They're good. The, they're better. The at, at AK making, is one of the best sure. rifles out there. Yeah, they're, they're better at making fighter jets than any other country in the world besides the United States. They're really good at making armaments. They just don't have any money to prosecute a war. China has way more money. China's GDP is $17 trillion. China has way more people, and they have way more money to prosecute a war, but they they just copy their armaments. They're cheap. Their armaments are cheap knockoffs of, Amer of, of did Russian you, Did you see there was, a, there was a Chinese propaganda video that came out of them shooting, shooting at targets, but all the rounds were keyholed? What do you mean? So, like, uh, do you know, understand what keyholing is with, like, shooting a rifle? It means, like, there's not enough, the barrel's not long enough, or it's, it doesn't have enough rifling, and so the bullet turns sideways okay. in air. All the uh, holes in the target were keyholed. Okay. So they were like, I, I watched a military channel go like, mm, that's not very good. You don't want your... You have a tumbling rifle bullet instead of a spiraling rifle Correct. Bullet. Got it. Yeah. yeah that's so a, That's a problem. Yeah. So they were they were just saying, like, we should be scared of this. Like... <laughs> Yeah, this but there, there, there's bad. enough of them. Like, there's enough to be scared of. But what, what I'm, what, what's so funny to me is like, how does, how does combined China and, um, and Russia have two aircraft carriers, and Japan has two by themselves? Like, how does that make <laughs> sense to you? Is anybody right. else gathering this? Like, we have eleven Nimitz-class nuclear-powered uh, aircraft carriers, and now, oh, here's the big one. So, by the way, here's the we other. have enough aircraft carriers that there are people out there buying Dodge Challengers at twenty. What do you mean? 
in the, mil- the military and oh yeah 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 for we sure. have enough of them no. that there are people like that's, george out there that's all they do they, they buy challengers and that's it so here so here's another thing no one else, no one will talk about this but this is another thing oh, by the way if, if you guys actually want truth about this whole war uh chart start with stand, sandbox news sandbox news two x's and alex hollings he's a former uh, u.s marine corps officer and his he he wins several uh he's won several awards in journalism he is where i whenever i start I start with him. Just like is he I just start, very in the middle about it, everything? He's very in the middle, but he like he understand he explains things. He's always like when the US does something stupid, he calls them out for it. When the US like for instance, when the F twenty two first came out, it was a terrible airplane. It didn't work. Like it from a avionics standpoint, it was from tremendous. It had a low radar signature. It could do incredible things acrobatically, but the 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 computer, the the programming on the aircraft was very subpar and there were very there were tons of problems with the aircraft. Now the F twenty two is Basically, the best player in the league. The F twenty two is league MVP. The F twenty two is by far the most advanced or the most terrifying air dominance aircraft who's ever been created on the safe surface of this planet. It has a radar cross section the size of a fucking pencil, and the thing <laughs> can fire missiles off at one hundred miles and blow your shit up. The F twenty two is a terrifying aircraft. It flies at Mach two point two, and you can't see it on radar. Um, when it first came out, it was a joke. The thing was just fucking up all the time. And I know because I used to refuel them, and they, these things worked like less than half the time. We had ARs all the time, plans for them, and there was always a maintenance cancellation for them. Uh, they had so many like problems with them. So that's the thing. We worked it out. But here's the, here, I'm sorry. This is the, I digress. This is the reason why I wanted to bring this up. So the real reason Russia invaded when they did was because next year um, – Grand Theft Auto Six comes out. I'm kidding. The, the real, the real reason. <laughs> Imagine they were like, "We got to beat that damn game. The real we reason, can't let the world have it." The real reason that uh, Russia invaded when they did is because an, a shipment of 200 F-35s are going to go to NATO countries. So, Finnmark, uh. uh, Finland, Denmark, or Denmark, um, Germany, France. They're all Germany. I think is buying the most. Is Italy in the in NATO? Yes, I think Italy is getting some. Like I, can't, I forget how much. If you guys want to look up, but there's 200 we're selling. And these F-35s are low observable, meaning any they can fuck up any other country. So what happens is now Germany by itself has air dominance over Russia, not the European Union. Germany by itself. That means yeah. that means from this point on that there's no more like Russia can't even go up against Finland. Finland's going to have 35 F-35s. <laughs> And like, they're already just air superior. They're do, because they're low observable. They fly. They fly about Mach one point six. But like, there's so many things. The F thirty five is so advanced in what it can do. Now it's not as fast as the F twenty two, but it has these things where it has vertical takeoff and landing. So is now, it still better than the MIGs that yeah, Russia has? The, the, the MIGs would have no chance. Like again, it's like walking into a room to get into a fight with a guy, and he has night vision goggles. The room is pitch black. He has a pistol and a fucking baseball bat, and you can't even see him. That's what it's like <laughs> going up against the United States. <laughs> Jesus. That's what it's like fighting the United States with with air power. Like no, there's no other country that even even has stealth aircraft. The only other countries with stealth aircraft besides the United States bought our F-35s, the which is J- like well, like the UK and yes, yeah, the UK is going to have a ton of them. The J-20, which is the Chinese stealth aircraft, has about the same radar cross section as a fucking F-16. Think how stupid that is. Like an aircraft that but was built in the their, 1970s. But that's their flagship. That's their like plane the, now. The Indian Air Force was able to spot a J-20 at 800 miles. <laughs> like it's it, they don't have any they, they don't have anything approaching us as far as stealth is concerned. So now all these countries that are that are belligerents w- with respect to Russia are now going to have stealth capability. Do you understand the problem? Yeah. Once that happens, if Russia steps over the line and does anything, like for instance, let's say Russia tries to take over Moldova. Let's say Russia in their minds they take Kiev in ten days and then they start a uh, 
re- a revolution in Moldova, and then they start taking over Moldova. Once it, we get closer and closer to Germany, once the European Union gets involved, now like these F-35s make it in, untenable for Russia to prosecute a war against any of these other countries. They just don't have the ability to do it. Like they literally now their S four hundred surface to air missile thing is 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 doesn't mean anything. Their new tanks don't mean anything. Like they just don't have a chance against the, against these uh, American jets. One other problem that happens is now right now we're launching EA six B prowlers and um, the Orion and the, uh, the the Hornet Super Hornet off of our aircraft carriers. Well, we don't need to do that anymore. You know why? Because we've got F thirty fives. So now F-35s have vertical takeoff and landing. So now we have stealth aircraft being launched off aircraft carriers. Guys, it's like the United States, like we, we are we are going to I said this the last time. There's a reason why we don't have free health care here. Yeah, no, that is. Yeah. <laughs> because B- the military B- is B- so damn B-2s good. cost $1.2 billion each. That's the reason yeah. why. Yeah, I remember one time the B-2 flew over uh, Cowboy Stadium. Cowboy Stadium, yeah, yeah. Cowboy Stadium was $1.1 billion, and the B-2 that flew over was $1.2 billion. <laughs> And yeah, you're right. I mean, but like the, in exchange for free health care, we can bomb Moscow with impunity and they can't shoot down any of our jets. We have a guy who's going to be sitting with an Xbox c- controller at Nellis here in Vegas uh-huh. that's going to hit him. Mm. But we don't even care about like we think about like so the, the next generation, like seventh generation is basically going to be F-35s with a squadron of drones, stealth drones <laughs> that fly around. It. No, look it up. Like, no, I, I believe that's you. Comes, that's just it's just hilarious like, to think, just, though. Like Russia is so far behind us when it comes to this level of technology. And so what happens is now all of the allies of Germany are going to have like F-35 aircraft. So what happens is. Russia realizes if we're going to take Ukraine, we have to do it before that happens. Because once that happens, we have lost all we have lost all superiority when it comes to this. Like now, all of a sudden, all these 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 countries we can sort of intimidate and pick on these Eastern European countries. We can't even do that to them anymore. Does that make sense? By the way, another thing, uh, Belarus or it's um, not Belarus. It's Romania, and there's one other country that actually has. The missiles, we have um, a, a platform, it's called, uh, is it Atlas? I forgot what it's called. Aegis. We have an Aegis system, which is basically satellite, ground radar, and um, and uh, destroyers. They, it's, a, they, it's, a, it's a satellite, it's a network of radars that basically can sense when intercontinental ballistic missiles are launched out of Russia. And the missiles that we use to fire back, they're called the A1s or something. I can't remember what it's called, uh, the missile type that it's called, but it's, um, they're based in Romania. Which I think is funny because that's where Andrew Tate is. I think, I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> and demonetized. All yes. right, this video is. Uh, what'd you have, George? I saw you pull something up. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I was just checking it out. They just had their biggest, uh, like, NATO largest air exercise in prompts to all that Russian stuff. So they, you know, they got together and oh, said. Oh, so let's... just dick waving. Bro, yeah. They said, let's practice and fucking, you know. <laughs> like, like, I just don't think you start flying right next to each other. Like, Russia knows Russia's military capabilities are shit which is why they went after ukraine and Correct. not after america which is the real well, well no no but they went but they need to do it now because if russia can take over ukraine and then in- install their own ukrainian leader who's pro russian then they don't have to like then then nato and the eu doesn't have the right or the authority to then like remove russia from ukraine does that make mm, sense right right so they got to do this now they have to change the lines on the map before Germany and all these other countries get F-35s because once that happens, then then there's no it's not fun anymore. Like you can't like you can't play this game anymore. Because 
The United States understands. Like, by the way, we still – I know some people were asking, like, well, now that all these other countries have F-35s, what's to stop them from turning on the Americans? And I'm like, the F-22s. That's yeah, the reason we, why. Yeah, we're still we're ahead. S- yeah, we're still ahead of them. <laughs> also, um, even if they were to get through, our radar capabilities are probably so vastly superior I, that we'd be I able can to neither see. confirm nor deny yeah, that yeah, the United I bet, I bet, States I bet. has the ability to – All right, all right. Well, let's, let's move off of that then before we get yeah. you in trouble. So we just had a big event happen over the last week, and anybody who is – and, and – I was talking to George about it all last week. I actually just recorded a video on it, so stay tuned for that. But uh, there was a submersible that went down looking for the Titanic called the Titan. Yeah, it was made by OceanGate, uh, Stockton Rush, and uh, it was it was tragic. It was extremely tragic. I felt, um, even though I knew, um, I had a very strong idea. That, so for people who don't know, which I'm surprised if you don't know at this point, Titan was a submersible. Uh, it was about the size of a minivan made out of – it was uh, I literally just oh, – carbon fiber, which has not been tested at depths that the Titanic is of at. Of course, which is, yeah. It's anywhere from thirteen to 16,000 feet below sea level. Uh, 12,500 was the Titanic, I believe. Okay, because yeah. I was hearing 13,000, I was hearing 16,000, but it's deep. It's at the point where PSI down there is measured at 6,000. Yeah, and I heard I, I. It's exponential as you go down deeper. Correct. Yeah, because it's and it's not. It's just six. It's six thousand per square inch uh-huh. of you. Yes. So like somebody, it was like a couple million psi yeah. hitting you. But uh, so Sunday they went down an hour and forty five minutes into the journey. I think it takes about two hours to get down to the Titanic. They lost communication, which their communication was only Starlink. There was no tracking, and a, yeah. what I heard was the guy just didn't. He didn't want to have radio comms because he didn't want to be bugged during his expedition. George, you got that? Yeah. Don't fucking bug him while he's Well, the reason why they're saying is because you can't really send anything down there to, to save him. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it went down. I didn't really start hearing about it till Monday night, Tuesday morning. Uh, when And at this point, they were already in day two, technically day two, so yeah. uh, of searching for them. But I knew right off the rip that it imploded. Yeah, of course. Because. And so did the U.S. Navy. The U.S. Navy did as well. They, they heard the sound, which I have in the video that we'll be releasing, but. Uh, for people who didn't were aware, um, the Titan was said to have multiple ways to raise it to the surface after 14 hours. Yeah. Like, so, so what you do is you you have compressed air. This is yep. how it's uh, the ballast inside of a, a, a submarine. Yep. You have compressed air, and when you decompress the air, what happens is it changes the volume um, of of the inside of the uh, it changes the density of the inside of the craft, and so therefore you become. It's really crazy when you realize it like this, but it w- when you release all that air, then all of a sudden. The density of the aircraft overall's density becomes less than that of water, and it shoots right back up. Yeah, which is buoyancy. Wow. Bo- yeah. Which for people, Again, flat earthers. Shout, shout out to the flat earthers. <laughs> they're, buoy- they're buoyancy shit. Yes. <laughs> if you took a physics course, which I took, I think, junior George, when did you take physics in high school? Never, bro. I never had to. That's why he's a flat earther. Yeah. Uh, but yep. so I took it junior year, and so I understood that. Yeah. But uh, they said that – so I remember hearing a couple of different things all around, and one of them was that they were saying they wanted to go inside the wreck of the Titanic, which mm. – so I had two conclusions. They said if it's not up in the ocean, either it got – Cthulhu swallowed it, which would have been a hilarious thing to think yeah. of, uh, or they got stuck inside the Titanic. They went in, and then they lost power, and then it, it raised them, but it just went – That's up. what I thought, too. That's what I that, – yeah. that was like, okay, so they're stuck inside the Titanic, and then I also thought, oh, it could have imploded because if it's not up by now – yeah, it's 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 gone, and yeah. so we ended up finding out, which is very unfortunate. Like, I don't want to make it sound like I'm making light of the situation because I kind of am, but it was very uh, recording and doing research on this video was actually kind of rough for me. I don't know why. Like, I think it's because I, I lived through it. It's really sad. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, this was totally avoidable. 
Uh, yeah. That they, they there was nobody. There was no agency because this is maritime law. Like there's right. no there's no rule. Like if you did this in, uh, so so for instance, Lake Michigan. Obviously, it's not deep. You're enough in U.S. There. law. Yeah, but you're in U.S. law uh, up to a certain point. And then maybe you're Canadian law. Uh, so so my point is because th- there's no rules out there. You can do kind of whatever yeah. you want. There's no agency that comes in and says this is unsafe. These people are wealthy. They're very privileged. All the people who went down there were privileged, wealthy individuals. It was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a person. Yeah, exactly. So, like, that's you, 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 you don't just have a life where you have two hundred fifty thousand dollars. You have a life where two hundred fifty thousand dollars to spend on something like this it is, and on something like that is not going to hurt you in the aspect of. But and, and also, you you have a, a feeling about again. This is where people get into like the secret and they start met, like they start believing that they manifested their wealth and all this kind of nonsense. When sometimes when people get very wealthy they start believing they know everything. It's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. Right. So they believe because they're wealthy and good in this one area, then they understand everything but else. But the ones who do good are the ones that realize, I don't know everything. Correct. And they exactly. are okay outsourcing. They're okay hiring people to do their job. That's exactly right. So these are people who, like, believe, a lot of times, uh, they, they believe because they're wealthy, then, well, they, they trust their own judgment more than other people's, and therefore they trust their judgment when it comes to you know, going down in the submersible because then, then they get a they maybe what I don't know blue check mark. I don't know what the fuck they think they get for for going down there and doing this. They get on TV. They're going to be famous, whatever. And so they they go down. They they think they're going to go down there. They take risks anyway. Maybe that's how they built their business. And they again Dunning Kruger effect because you're you know a little bit about a thing. You think you know everything about it. And people don't understand c- concepts like exponential. Yep. Like for instance, how the pressure when you go down there is exponentially higher as you go down. Like even 10 feet down, once you're down to 12,500 feet, every foot you go down, it's getting exponentially, there's more and more pressure down there. One of the craziest things that I heard is when the implosion happened, the the heat, the air inside of the Titan was super compressed so fast that it was hotter than the sun. Like Yeah, it and was, I heard that it, it happened at seven times the speed of sound. Yes, the people who died when the when the decompression happened, their death happened faster than any death in recorded history. No one has ever, which is for like fortuitous it, that, for them. Like, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, like, it's like there was they did the people in there did not experience death. Correct. It happened, it happened at a rate faster than their brain could process that they were dying. Like they they didn't they didn't feel crushed. Like literally the the very structure of their existence was crushed so fast and under so much heat that they liquefied and evaporated before there was any concept of them being crushed. Like right. there's no bodies that are going to float up to the top. No, and even if there were like, cause people were like, where are the bodies? I'm like, first of all, the rate that at which they were crushed, would it, there, there's really nothing. And even if there were fish down there are just going to eat it. Yeah. It, but, no fit. I don't, Yes, for sure. If there's any sort of biological, yeah, part. I mean, or if it raised up higher to where more biological they're, life they're, is, they're they're heated and liquefied to the point where there 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 would be no I, like I'm I'm telling you they were heated to the point where you couldn't even yeah, find no, no. DNA. knowing this now now yeah. yeah, but if there were like let's just say for example for some reason that the Stockton Rush guy wasn't fully crushed and his finger was there, that it's not going to be there by the time they get down there to find it. No, it's, the whole thing would have been liquefied. Every right. single, every every molecule of biological material that was inside of that Titan would have been heated and superheated to the point where it would have been liquefied and crushed. And the actual, what was left of the Titan would probably be the size of a Coke can and look like a Coke can. It would be completely unrecognizable. Well, they said that they found the cone from the top, from the back of the of the submarine. Okay. They said that that's how they were able. They said they found five definitive pieces that they identified sure. from the Titan. And those pro- those pieces are probably independent of the ship, able to withstand those depths. Right. Like, it wasn't a, attached a, to a, the pressure a hunk chamber. Of, a hunk of iron 
can stand withstand those depths, right? A hunk of iron can. But a hollow cylindrical tube. A hollow cylindrical tube. tube cannot. Right. And it can as long as it's equally distributed as far as the pressure is concerned. But just consider, like, if you were, let's say it didn't, cr- like, immediately, like, collapse. But, like, to say there was a crack in the in the glass. The water coming through would cut you in half. Yeah. It would come at through at a rate. Like, people don't understand what the word exponential means. When you consider, like, going down... 15 feet in a, in a lake and feeling your ears pop. Now take that down 100,000 times more. That's what we're talking about. So here's the, here's the example. Again, recommend everybody subscribe to Sandbox News on YouTube. Sandbox with two X's. Alex Hollings is the uh, the producer there. He went over the U.S. Navy and like because a lot of people think, oh, just send a submarine down there and they'll just send yeah. We don't. Some, I think send in the world out. we have like four or five in the world that are capable of going yes, down, but there. they're not U.S. Navy submarines. No, they're worldwide. So there's four classes of U.S. Navy submarines. One is the Ohio class and the uh, Los Angeles class. Those are the older ones, and um, they're nuclear submarines. Now we have the Virginia class submarines also, right? They're a little bit, a little bit newer. And then what we have now is what's called the uh, the the Sea Wolves. Those are, Sea Wolves are three billion dollars each. The, that's the most advanced one. In fact, they're so advanced we stopped making them. Like we don't need any more. I think there's like eight of them in the world. The How sea, many does Russia have? Sea, the sea Wolves. The, Russia. I don't. I don't think Russia. <laughs> I've said this before. I haven't even got into this. I don't think Russia has a single functioning ICBM. And I'll explain to you why I think that in just a second. But um, the sea so wolf, we have those the the Sea Wolf the class. Sea, the Sea Wolf can go down to three thousand feet. The Titanic is at 12,500 feet. So you're just like, oh, well, it just needs to be four times as strong to go down 12,000 feet. No, it doesn't need to be four times as strong. It needs to be something like 50,000 times as strong because to go down. Because of exponential. Because it's exponential. But, of course, you skipped that day in math, so you forgot what exponential means. And so that's the reason why we think that somebody can just go down there and grab those people. No, the implosion happened. Death was instantaneous. And from that point forward, the U.S. Navy probably knew that the the you know that that whole thing had happened, but they couldn't say for sure. So until they found the evidence, then they they sat there and they they probably sat on the information. And, Here we we're all we're all things we are leading week. back to your conversation of evidence to prove yes to make a decision. They had the evidence, what they thought was evidence, but they didn't have proof. Correct, they didn't yeah, have proof. They didn't have proof, and so it, it would have been it would have been silly for them to go off and say. And also, there was that banging noise, whatever that was. Yeah, which was, and that, I covered that because it, it was every thirty minutes for about three minutes. Yeah, but there's so much debris down there that it could have been anything. Yeah, it could have been anything. It could have been, uh, and it could have been coming from anywhere. It's kind of hard Correct. to triang- triangulate when you're going down that depth. Like a lot of people think that we just have like beacons and sonars and stuff that's just down there around the Titanic. But again, that's no. Because- the sonar we were getting was from a a C. I think it was a C three plane that was yeah. up in the air. So yeah. it's already harder. It's a, a P three Orion. Yeah, P three. That's it, what it was. P three. It's, yeah. it's created. That's those airplanes are so fucking old. Those those things. <laughs> the, those things were created uh, specifically to hunt uh, submarines. They're submarine for, During the Cold War. Yes. During okay. the Cold War. Even now we use them. They still work. The laws of physics still work. So we <laughs> right, so, right. sonar technology, while it's advanced, it's not that much more advanced. It still works the same way. You can set a ping out. It, go, it works the same way. The laws of optics, the laws of you know the speed of light, those, all those things are the same. So you can still use physics the same right. now as you can then. If you notice an airplane in 1950 and one today, they look very similar because the laws of aeronautics are the same. They never change. So... Um, you know, the, the, the whole thing is, uh, the, I believe the U.S. Navy probably knew but wasn't going to say anything about it. But, like, their death was instantaneous. It was 
like their death, like you said before, it was the, probably the fastest recorded death in history. Yeah, like, and it was cutting someone's head off. They still have 15 seconds of life. Like this is faster. Even if you shoot someone in the head, their heart beats for a few seconds more. These people were dead within like 200 milliseconds. They were dead. Uh, so they completely liquefied and boiled in that moment. Before of time. their brain even knew what was happening, their which brain is much better. And like uh, it's unfortunate, no matter which way you cut it, but it's still better than suffocating for 96 hours, Agreed. which we. Everybody was assuming we were doing because, like, I remember being up at night being like, holy shit, like, they have eight hours of oxygen left in there. But then really, it was, no, Sunday morning they died. Yeah. Yeah, it is It is crazy when you consider that. Uh, going back to the thing we were saying before, what was that? What was that just? Uh, ICBMs. Yeah, yeah Russia. Yeah, ICBMs. How many seawolves does Russia have? Yeah. So, again, <laughs> let's go back to the whole thing. The United States has these, these eight $3 billion seawolf uh, submarines that could fire nuclear missiles and all this kind of stuff. The the thing is, uh, there's. Do you guys know what tritium is? You guys fire firearms. You know the glow in the dark shit on the back of the. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Tritium, tritium sites. Trit, yeah. Tritium is three. Is it? Can you look this up? Is three hydrogen uh, atoms together is tritium, I believe, or is it helium? I forgot what it is. But um, tritium. Uh, I used to know this, but but tritium is three to one hydrogen. Yes, yeah, three to one hydrogen. So it's it's extremely it's it's expensive to produce on Earth. But it glows in the dark because it's very radio- radioactive. That's why my gun costed an extra five hundred dollars. Uh, no, because it's, it's just a dab of tritium. <laughs> yeah, it's it, not. Right? It's not. But if you have like a concentrated yeah glass of it, it's probably insane. So, so tritium, it it, it loses five percent of its mass every year. Oh, so when you have an ICBM that's been sitting under there for forty years, you have to constantly replace the tritium in the ICBM. Remember the country we're talking about with a one point seven trillion dollar GDP? Right, less than that of Italy. That, that less than that of Italy. The GDP around the size of Mexico. They have to. Sit, the, it's not like you or I can just take some fucking gloves and replace pieces of a fucking nuclear warhead. That is very expensive, <laughs> extremely <laughs> unique work. So you have to obtain tritium and you have to continually replace the tritium inside of an ICBM. Like, it's not easy to do. The other thing is, in order for you to launch it, the, the fuel that they use, they have to have super-cooled hydrogen, and they have super Like, just imagine a hydrogen tank the size of, of, of Sticky Paws, but you have to keep it at negative 270 degrees Fahrenheit. Do you know how expensive that would be? Now imagine doing that for 50 years. Again. With the GDP the size less with of, a GDP, of Mexico. With the GDP the size of Mexico. But you think that they have all these ICBMs and that they're going to fucking nuke us. And I'm like, I'm not, again, it's not a risk I'm willing to take, but I've said this before and I continue to say it. I do not think Russia has one single functioning ICBM. And after this debacle that happened. Uh, yeah, with their tanks that are yeah. Soviet era that are, and we're. Uh, they have Soviet, you're telling me they have Soviet era tanks that they have supposedly hypersonic missiles that are getting shot down by old U.S. Patriot missile batteries. But you think that they have this incredibly advanced technology for intercontinental ballistic missiles. And even if they did have them, let's say back in 1988, the fact that they've been able to maintain them, you don't know how to do math. That's my point. They can't get a single stealth aircraft to work. Their jets are getting shot down left and right. But like, the Due thing to friendly is, fire. My point is, they can't do basic shit, but you think they can do advanced shit. Let me say that one more time. Russia can't do basic shit. Russia can't prosecute a land war. Russia doesn't know how to use their troops efficiently. Russia abandons their own tanks. They can't do basic shit. Russia doesn't even know how to use their own air power. Russia gets their planes getting shot out of the sky left and right. Russia can't even keep their own private armies like Wagner from turning on themselves. Russia can't do basic shit. But you think Russia can do advanced shit like launch objects into fucking orbit that are going to come down and and hit the United States. You've missed the point. You don't understand what's going on. Stop believing what you read in the news 
read a book on physics. So uh, let me make this comparison before we wrap up. Uh, you were more consciously aware than I was at the time. You were, I think, maybe serving around that time. But when we, so after 9-11, we went to, what was it, Iraq right after that? Yeah. And we just did like the aerial bombardment for a couple days. I think. Would you, could you compare we were, that to We were like, in Afghanistan first. Okay. And then, and then but then, we then maybe it was the 90s. March of 03. It was maybe it was the 90s, but there was a time where we went and just obliterated Iraq. Could you maybe say it would be almost like at that time they were equatable to what Ukraine is? At least no. in, okay, in firepower. So, so, so Iraq Iraq had more people. Iraq, a lot of people won't believe this, but when we, we invaded Iraq the second time, they had the largest standing army in the world. They had six million men in their army. Yeah, and they had – didn't they have like the second – or they, they their air force was actually pretty good yeah, at the time. No, but, I mean pretty good compared for the Middle East. Yeah, yeah had, but how quickly as the U.S. back then, not even now, the, the US, how quickly did we, did we obliterate so remember, them? The first time we invade Iraq, we don't go to Baghdad. We just take on their army. We decimate their army, and we get them out of Kuwait. Right. The second time we go, we take over the entire country in 21 days. And how long has, has Russia been going a, into A year Ukraine? and a half. Now, Ukraine is far more technologically advanced and prepared. Ukraine was fully aware that they were going to get invaded for years. Because they, it started in 2014. Yes. And Ukraine has not the same but similar hardware to, to Russia, meaning U Ukraine also had T-74 tanks. Ukraine had the ability somewhat to defend themselves, but some of it is just like setting up ambushes. You know, an, like a machine gun is a machine gun, an RPG is an RPG. Like at some level, Ukraine had the ability to use. They were fighting on their own territory, and they had a. a, a again, it's not like when uh, the United when Mexico would make these raids into the United States back in the in the 18th century in the 1800s. There were Mexican citizens that were like, "Yeah, go Mexico." There are people in Ukraine who don't know how to speak Russia. You understand that? Yeah. People in Kiev speak Ukrainian. They don't know how to speak Russian. And you're going to invade from a just imagine a country where they don't even speak the same language as you is going to invade. What would you be willing to do to fight for your independence? The Ukrainian That'd be like French Canada coming to here. Yes. It'd be like, what, uh, we don't speak the same language. We don't speak the, yeah, for sure. It's like the people in Donbass, were there some of them that were probably pro-Russia? I have no doubt whatsoever they were. My yeah, they're definitely pro-Russian. My point there. is there are people in Ukraine who don't or aren't Russian. They don't see themselves as Russian. And they're about to be invaded by and taken over by a country that doesn't speak the same language as them. And so when they're doing when they're doing that thing, what's, what's frightening to them is like, oh, we don't want to be taken over. We're willing to do anything to defend ourselves against these um, these Russian invaders. And so you had a very motivated uh, populace, a motivated military, and you had years to prepare, uh, and they were able to prepare. And you had the Russia, which basically, it's like the end of a, a game of Age of the Empire where you just throw your entire army at someone. Yeah, and you're like, all right, this is it. There's no planning, but, you out, but you're, you're 20 to 1 bigger than them, and yep. you, just, you, just, there's no, you just swarm them and just hope to win. That's what Russia intended to do. But... But Ukraine was way more well equipped, well equipped and planned. Here's well, well equipped and planned. Here's the other thing, I think people don't understand. If the United States, they don't put any troops in there. They are the United States is openly giving M1 Abrams tanks to Ukraine, and they're going to give them squadrons of F-16s. We've been they've been open about that. If that's the case, then it's easily we can also assume that United States would give them intel as well, right? It's pretty fair to assume. The United States, as far as U.S. intel in general, their intel gathering apparatus, it's funny how everyone complains about the CIA, but if you're going to complain about the CIA, then understand they also have the ability to use satellites and National Reconnaissance Office at Los Angeles Air Force Base. They have the ability to use U.S. assets to give intel to the Ukrainians. That means the Ukrainians are far better equipped as far as intel is concerned than 
The Russians. Because who's helping the Russians? Correct. Also, the Russians are going to be denied access. No one talks about this, but it's pretty obvious. The Russians would be denied access to global positioning. The U.S. would deny them access to our global positioning system. The Russians would have to use the Chinese GPS or whatever. Also, the other thing I love is the Chinese denounced Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Yeah, they were like, hey, we don't really uh, – we don't kind of stand with that. Like, it, what are you it's doing? It's so <laughs> funny how I told people what a mistake this was for Russia and the hate that I get. These bots, these Russian bots that start George, you have experience stuff. with those? Oh, yeah. They're in the comments, bro. They're in the comments <laughs> like crazy. And, the, and then like – but it turned out I was, I was more right than I thought. I really thought this was going to be drawn out maybe for a couple years. And then eventually Donbass was going to be part of Russia, and then the rest of it was just going to stay part of – like, Kiev. Russia was never going to take Kiev. It turns out this is going to end probably quicker than I thought, and it's going to end badly. Because here's the other, the other problem that Russia has, is that Russia can't outspend Ukraine to win this war. Because it, they don't have somebody like us. Because they don't have, have someone like us. And the other thing is when Americans get mad that $130 billion went to Ukraine in order to prosecute this war, go look at how much it cost us to prosecute the war in Iraq and Afghanistan at the same time. This is chump change. This is chump change, and we're not spending American lives. From a policy standpoint, this is genius. And from a policy standpoint, if the United States is feeding intel to the Wagner Group in order to invade Moscow, fucking genius. Because you want to know what Russia can do? Russia could say, if the U.S. steps in and tries to defend Kiev, we're going to nuke them. Russia could say that. What Russia can't say is, if the Wagner Group tries to invade Moscow, we're going to nuke our own country. Russia can't do that. If you want to talk about the populace turning on the turning on the leadership very quickly, if Russia starts nuking its own armies, well, they started bombing their own people, which was Wagner. Yes. Look how that turned out. If they, they, yeah. If Russia start, if the U.S. can, if the U.S. can incentivize Wagner, which I, I know, I know they've gone to Belarus, but don't give up this possibility yet. I don't care what. Uh, Putin pays Wagner, I, the U.S. will quadruple it. If the U.S. And it's chump change. Yes, it's chump change. If the U.S. could pay Wagner to invade uh, Moscow and, like, unseat Putin, Putin can't nuke them. Do you understand that? Putin can't nuke Belarus, and Putin can't nuke Moscow in order to protect himself. He literally can't do that. That's genius compared to the other opportunity, which is the U.S. starts putting assets to the European Union – or NATO starts putting assets in Ukraine to defend Kiev, at which place now we're, 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 uh, we're tilting up to World War III. Putin can't nuke his own country. That's my point. That's my whole point. So if the U.S. is doing – I've said this before. If the U.S. bombed the Nordgren pipeline, I don't give a fuck. Good for the U.S. for doing that. Now, I don't think they did. I actually prob- – the, the idea that it was probably militia members from Ukraine actually seems more probable to me just because of the – the way it was done, they used a, a you know, it, it, it was a messy job. It wasn't like super, like the U.S. could just literally have just dropped a bomb, a bunker buster down there and blown it up in two seconds. And um, so, so if that's the case, I just don't, I, I, I just, when I look at this whole situation, it, I think it was a huge blunder for Russia. Russia is, it's a sunk cost fallacy where they think if we, if I pull out, if, if Vladimir Putin pulls out of this, he looks so bad in the international community, which he already looks bad now. China is denouncing this whole situation. China understands that Russia is their main trading partner. And if Russia gets to the point where they can't trade with other countries, which is what's going to happen here, by the way, if Putin remains in power, it's going to be such a financial boondoggle for Russia. No one's going to trust doing business with them anymore, very much like what's happening in Venezuela. Once you do that, you isolate yourself from the rest of the world. And like Russia, Russia was just like a kind of a belligerent sort of European country before. Now they're basically like a, a, a jungle dis- dictatorship. You know, you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Now they're basically Venezuela at this point. 
They're basically like they're, they're basically Cuba at this point. Well, they're, what, what I'm saying is they're moving away from being Germany and they're moving towards being North Korea. Do you see what gotcha, I'm saying? Yep. They're like they're like like even China. We buy shit from China. We have, China owns we have relationships trillions of our debt. When if when Russia does this thing that they're doing, they're moving closer to North Korea. Like just untenable relations. They're making themselves financially unviable. Countries don't want to do business with them anymore. That's what's hap- That's what's going to happen to them. It's very stupid for them to do this. But it, it's not stupid if they were going to win the war in ten days. But they're not going to win the war in ten days. And now. Putin is fighting for his life, and that's what's happened. And he has to do anything and everything he can. He has to offer the farm to everyone he can to try to, to get Kiev or, or to try to, to win some kind of peace here to make himself look somewhat viable because if they don't, man, he is – guys like Putin don't go to some DACA, you know what I'm saying, in, in Vladivostok and, and live out there for the rest of the life. Guys like Vladimir Putin get a bullet to the back of the head when they leave office, and that's something he has to consider. Because he's when he when there's a change, it's not like with Boris Yeltsin. When there's a change in leadership in that country, people get thrown out of fucking windows. And he's the one who who stoked that environment, and now he's going to have to pay for it. And so now he's got to do anything and everything he can to avoid that from happening. And I get it, I understand. But it was his fault because he could have made he could have helped the whole country pivot away from petroleum. He chose to not do so, and now they're in they're put into a situation where they have no choice but to invade Ukraine because Ukraine has the twentieth largest oil supply in the world, and they're about to sell their own petroleum to Germany. And they were going to have Western oil companies come in there and extract the shale oil, extract the petroleum, and Russia could not allow that to happen. It's Russia's fault. Wow, what a what a way to end end the show, Michael. I want to say thank you again. You're always we could talk for hours about this stuff, but go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you, your shows you have going on, your your course you have, all that fun stuff. Go ahead and tell everybody. Yeah, so I, I'm a, a male performance coach, and uh, again, there's no victim mentality. One of the reasons why I go on so many shows and talk about conspiracy theories is because conspiracy theories are some of the things that I find to be the most debilitating for men and their success. They would rather believe that there are aliens being hid under the University of Texas at Austin, you know, like the whole Alex Jones thing. Like, I'll give you an example. Alex Jones talks about the nuclear reactor at UT Austin. There is a nuclear reactor at UT Austin, but it's not there to hide aliens. That's not why it's there. He <laughs> takes 10% of the truth, and then he extrapolates it to this 90% lie. So the, the thing I'm trying to exp- explain to you is I don't want you to be a victim. If you don't want to be a victim, you could come to me, uh, come on Instagram, uh, and check me out at Michael Sartain and just see what we do as far as performance coaching. We teach entrepreneurship. We teach social networking, high-status networking. We teach um, leadership. That's the main thing we teach for my time in the U.S. military. Uh, we teach event planning, evolutionary psychology, and we teach critical thinking and a winning mindset. Those are the modules. There's 114 modules in my course. It's about 2,000 hours long to take my course. Um, I, right now, I have 500 clients. Um, the clients are – we don't hardly have any refunds. It's less than 2% refunds, and it's usually because there's like some kind of family emergency or something like that. Well, we'd ever have that. We have an extremely, extremely high level of success uh, there's also a free school server that we have. If you're not, in, if you don't want to join the Men of Action Mentoring Group, you can join our free school server. If you hit me up on Instagram, I can put you in there. There's a, there's over 1,200, almost 1,300 guys in the free school server, and those free school servers we have. Uh, the book list, which is all the books that I recommend for all my guys to read. We've got Instagram testimonials because people, you have to fix your social media. To, in today's age, like this, this cl- these clips are going to go up on Instagram. Uh, they're going to go up on TikTok. They're going to go up as YouTube shorts. You have to fix your social media today. You don't have a choice anymore, especially yep. as a man running a business or trying to find the girl of your dreams. You have to fix your Instagram. Uh, we also have um, the first four steps of the Men of Action Mentoring Course, where we go over that we give you the first four steps for free. Plus, we give you all the required book, uh, the, like I said, the book list, but also the required podcasts. There's several required podcasts that we guys want we want you to watch. 
And uh, you get a ton of access to me. We also do a free three-hour call Q&A every other Monday. So if you're not part of MOA, you can still ask me questions until you're blue in the face. And then we do Access Vegas every other Thursday, which is coming up this Thursday. Um, and so all that is part of the free school server. You get uh, the schedule for all those kind of things. We give you so much value when you join MOA, even if you don't pay to join MOA, even if you're uh, on the free side. We give so, so much value. It would take you a year to get through all the stuff that we give you. And we add 11 hours of new content every week. We add 11 hours of new content every week to the program. So this is the most intense uh, program that anybody I, like, I wanted to make something that's stronger that's longer and harder than anything Jocko Willick or David Goggins or D Grant Cardone or any of these guys any of their program even what my boy Wes Watson who's my boy any I make something that's more intense and more um, you get more out of than anybody's course ever made that's what that's what my intention was making men of action mentoring wow well there you go I'll have the link for that in the description uh, Michael thanks again for coming on thank you again for listening everybody of we have a Discord you can join. You can talk with people. You can also submit your videos for our weekly live stream, which by the time you're hearing this, uh, it'll be too late, but we're having Stephanie Summers on at the time of recording this tomorrow. Beautiful. So that'll be a fun time. Uh, we do weekly live streams where we watch creepy TikTok videos. Maybe in the future I'll have to have Michael on, and I'd it'll just to. be a buzzkill. Let's Michael do it. That's not fucking ghosts. George, yeah. You and George would get along great, because George is our skeptic. Yeah, I am. <laughs> So uh, you can find all that. We have cool merch like this sticker you can buy. We have shirts, hats, all that fun stuff. Uh, come hang out on TikTok. It's blowing up. We're continuously blowing up. Uh, but until the next episode, everybody, stay bizarre.